You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut through the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. Hi, it's Katie Harris, and this is an episode of the Nursepreneur Podcast. Today, I have Shonda Broom here with me, who is owner of Karam Dio Holistic Center. Shonda, thanks so much for being here with us today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Um, so why don't you start off just by giving us some background about you and, and your nursing career? Where did you start? Okay, so I, I live here in Louisiana, and I'm a 2005 graduate from Nickel State University. Uh, when I first started my nursing career, I actually wanted to start out immediately in home health <laughs> because I always just had a passion for home health. But, you know, one of my instructors, she was like, you have to start in med surge first. And I'm like, I want to be home I health. Say that, yes. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so I did do the med surge thing for a while. And I ended up getting pregnant uh, early on in my career. And it was a high risk pregnancy. So I had to stop working as soon as I started working. But um, after that, you know, I really wanted to get back into home health again. And so I eventually started my own home care agency. It's actually a non-medical home care agency, and it was called Anointed Angels Home Care. And what we did was we provided um, services to the elderly and people with developmental disabilities, like with the ADLs, bathing, dressing, you know, and also like meal prep, taking them to the doctors. And I did that for like 10 years, um, as well as doing other nursing jobs, you know, on the side, I picked up some contract work, did a little bit of psych while still running my business. And in 2016, I actually closed. And between 2016 and currently, I got more on a holistic path, more focused on that. And that's how the Holistic Center came into creation. And so that's where I'm at now. So what was the drive to go holistic? Well, um, I've always been into holistic wellness. From a little girl, my grandmother would teach me about certain things that grew locally. And, you know, I found it fascinating. And, and it's so interesting, this one particular story. My grandmother would always tell me about this particular plant her mom used. She said, whenever we were sick, she would use this and we would wake up. And I would always say, well, grandma, like, what's, what's it called? She said, I don't know what it's called. And, you know, when I did get more into learning about um, more like indigenous herbs that grow in the area, I ended up finding out what it was and it was so plentiful in my yard. So that completely blew me away. So I'm also herbalist as well. Oh, well, okay. So you had the, the, um, the agency and that closed. Mm -hmm. What, um, when did you decide, Hey, I'm going to pursue this passion of mine. And what was kind of like the, the driving force that made you move forward? So I actually have a story. Um, <clears throat> And I don't know how many people are familiar with the story. I spoke about it a lot, but when I closed my business, um, I had been sick like at the beginning of the year and I wasn't sure what was wrong with me. I thought it was MS because it was mimicking MS symptoms. I would go to the neurologist. Um, they didn't see anything. Well, the place I had been in was 
like severely infested with mold. I had not known that. And that was what was actually causing my symptoms. So I had to close very abruptly. Um, when I closed, I became extremely depressed. I'm, I'm just <laughs> gonna be honest with my whole story here. And so in trying to cope with my depression, you know, with dealing with it mentally, I did use cannabis. I'm just going to be honest here. And it did help as well as working on myself. I also got into therapy as well. You know, another depressing part about it was, you know, I had my business 10 years. Like I said, I had been doing nursing jobs on the side. And when I like actually closed, I couldn't find a nursing job, even though there's a shortage, no one would hire me. So that made me even more depressed. And when I eventually did find a job, um, I failed the pre-employment screening because of the cannabis. And so, of course, it got submitted to the board and I had to make a decision about the suspension or the voluntarily surrender. And it was hard. It was really, really hard because, you know, I, by this time, you know, not only was I, you know, using cannabis for my depression, but it put me in a place of, okay, what else is cannabis doing? How else is cannabis healing? You know, I started reading stories about the moms using it for epilepsy to save their kids' lives and, you know, vets using it for PTSD. So it, it was so much more than, you know, the stigma of it, people consuming just to get high and not necessarily to manage their health. And so I chose to voluntarily surrender because I felt me accepting the suspension was saying what I believed was wrong. And I was all, you know, I was already into herbalism. You know, my, like I said, my grandmother had taught me so much as a little girl. So I said, okay, let me get on this path of, you know, learning more about cannabis. And so that's what like really pushed me into the holistic wellness, you know, arena. Now, when this happened, I thought, okay, holistic health is big. It's booming. You know, I'm going to jump into this and everything's going to be great. And no, it didn't really start off like that. <laughs> it was like being at school all over again, a whole nother way of learning. You know, all I knew was nursing. You know, I wanted to be a nurse since I was 10 years old. So I really had to learn this new way of nursing that we didn't necessarily learn in school. And it's been a journey, but it's been a fun journey because I really learned something every day, you know, by being a holistic wellness practitioner now. Um, I, I love this story and, uh, you know, I have no doubt that this was a really tough story to go through, but it's um, amazing uh, what you went through and how it brought you out on the other side. So thank you, one, for sharing that. Um, and two, uh, you know, it's just really kind of frustrating, especially now that cannabis is so like, like in a way in vogue, if you will, and it's going to be federally um, you know, recognize soon and it, it does help people with depression and all kinds of different symptoms and to, you know, have to be reprimanded for doing something that actually helps you is like, um, it's crazy. Um, right. But anyway, okay, so you, you decided to, and yeah, business is, is, uh, is really about the journey. You know, I always tell people that like it was a big deal in, in my life and I have come kind of out to the side um, on the spiritual side uh, just by opening the business and going through the inner work that you have to go through to get where you want to go. Um, all right. So, but you, you offer uh, a, 
a bunch of different specialties. And I can see from your right. website, you have herbalism and advisor and crystal therapy. Tell us about some of this stuff because I find it fascinating. Okay, so when I did get on a holistic wellness path, um, and I think it's like a lot of people who start getting into the holistic spirituality is like, everything becomes fascinating, right? <laughs> it's like crystals, chakras, I want to know everything. So I initially started with crystal therapy and chakra therapy. And my way of actually learning how to incorporate that in the business to be able to help others was I had to start with myself. You know, it was a very hands-on thing as far as learning the crystals, understanding the properties, realizing crystals do hold energy and they do have certain properties that can help us. Um, and, and as well as chakra healing and balance. And so chakra healing and balancing, like that's my thing, you know, uh, I absolutely love it because it's tied to so much, you know, on an emotional level, as well as a physical level. And, you know, when I talk about it, I tell people sometimes, you know, you don't realize that these physical manifestations in our body really has to do with being out of alignment, dealing with a chakra blockage. And it's like, okay, how do I unblock it? I say, well, it truly starts within, you know, it's all about working on yourself, trying to get yourself back to wholeness. So, I mean, I love that. I love herbalism. I actually teach herbalism classes. Sometimes I've done speaking um, engagements on herbalism, um, as well as I do spiritual consults. So I, I also consider myself a spiritual advisor. And so, yeah, I do readings, but I also try to help people to connect more with their spiritual side and to, you know, embrace that higher power because, you know, everything that I do is what truly helped me get through that depression. And so I feel like using these tools, you know, that a lot of us aren't that familiar with, because like I said, it's not taught in school, how it did help with depression. You know, we could go to therapy. There are different medications that we could take, but at the end of the day, you know, I try to make people realize it's, it's all about you. You know, it's all about, you could do all of these different things, but if you're not ready to do the inner work, you know, then, you know, it's, it's going to be hard trying to get wherever it is that you're trying to get to. So that's my thing. I just, I, I love helping people. I've always loved helping people. That's just always been my thing, watching people heal, watching the body heal. So I try to use all of those different things that I do offer, you know, just to help people see their purpose, to see their greatness. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's hard too, because like in the medical community, the traditional Western society, you know, uh, you know, if you talk about crystal therapy or chakra, then like, oh, right, uh, right. You know, so I, you know, grew up believing that everything's a bunch of nonsense, and, like, you know, but then you know, I, I see these things work right. and I've experienced things that work. And then it's kind of like, okay, well, uh, you know, I don't know where you've been or what your experience is in, in life, but um, you know, I found that when I did do the inner work and you did kind of relax uh, what you believe to be an absolute truth, um, mm -hmm. because you don't know, um, it opened up a whole new world. And I found it absolutely right. fascinating. And one of the, the journeys that I went on last year was with uh, ayahuasca, uh, doing an ayahuasca ceremony oh, wow. um, okay. and just having that you know, just letting things in and letting things out. Um, and I think that that was a really, um, 
it was a very eye-opening experience that just kind of changed me uh, a lot of things. I hear the ayahuasca is very transforming. So many people say that. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a tough journey. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but, <laughs> but there is a place down in Florida. It's uh, They run it through a church. It's all legal. They've been FDA investigated. So it's right. good. It's like, I just didn't want to go into the, the jungles of Peru for a week. And, right. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted something you know, relatively easy to get to. So, but, um, all right. So tell me a little bit more about the herbalism. Uh, do you focus on certain plants or certain, um, you kind of have favorites that you kind of always go to? Yeah. So, um, I want to say two years ago, I got invited to this event and it was the NOLA herb gathering. And so this was my first experience, like openly sharing my passion for herbs. So I love all herbs, you know, of course, because I, I do like cannabis consults, CBD consults, but what I love are herbs that are indigenous to our areas. And that's like anywhere in the country. Like it's amazing to be able to walk outside, like pick some dandelion, right? Or pick some plantain. So I love the herbs that grow locally. I love foraging. So like, you know, that's my fave. I would have to say like those things that grow in the backyard because I, I find it so fascinating and I tell people that like whenever you want to get into herbalism go start in your backyard you'll be you'll be surprised what you find go walk in the park you know go walk in areas where you know they're not spraying pesticides or anything and pick these herbs up dry them learn about them and I think when you could connect with those local herbs it kind of opens you up more to wanting to understand other herbs, you know, because I love the lavender as well and the chamomile, things like that to help, you know, calm us and helps with things like anxiety. But I love the herbs indigenous to my area. I love them. Yeah. Um, and I, I, like you say, if you just kind of go out in your backyard, you can learn all about them. Um, but, you know, how how would somebody start something like that? Because you know, I, I wouldn't necessarily know what I was looking at or, or dealing with. So I would suggest um, going online. This is what I did. I found herbalism classes and my first herbalism class. So I'm all about the universe and things falling in alignment, right? There was this amazing doctor and he passed away. He, he was so amazing, but he was a great master herbalist. And he had an online class. And so I took the online class and, you know, got certified and everything. And that particular class, and it's not available anymore, like I said, because he passed away. But that class is what opened me up to it. So, you know, some people may be like, well, I don't have a lot of money to, to take a class, or I don't have this, or I don't have that. You know, you can get on Google, you can search free classes or free or herbalism study guides, you know, and you can find things, things are out there. But like, I also believe in divine intervention and alignment of the universe. I feel like if it's something you want, the universe will bring it to you and it will put it right in front of your face. And it may be opportunity that is completely free. But definitely, I will look into the online classes. Uh, I have a ton of herbalism books because, you know, the books, they have pictures in them. So like I said, I go foraging and I keep the books with me and I bring a notebook sometimes. And like, that's how I learn. You know, I look at the different plants and I look at the drawings in the books. Um, it's also good to try to connect with other herbalists as well. You know, get into some different Facebook groups. 
Um, it, it's just so many different ways. So what I've realized with like holistic care, herbalism, things like that. So, you know, like when we're in college, like we're given a book or we're semester, we're giving, okay, this is what's going to happen this semester, right? But I find like with holistic health is like, you have to get into it to learn it. Instead of like in school, like learning it, then using it. It's like, like you said, it's like a journey the, the whole way through as far as you may be working with this herb, but you're learning at the same time. So another thing is I make a lot of different plant medicines, but I always experiment on myself first, you know? <laughs> but, um, but in doing that, I'm even able to learn about like the dosages and how many, you know, like tablespoons and ounces is, is very a hands-on thing as well. So you could take a lot of classes, but I highly recommend you know, like I said, getting your hands dirty, putting your hands in the herbs and getting familiar with what those herbs feel like, what they smell like, how they look when they're dry, as opposed to when they're fresh. Look, I love herbalism. I go on and on about it. <laughs> no, I, I, I love that too. And it, it's kind of a mystery too, like, especially when, you know, people are herbalist or master herbalist. Uh, and it's just kind of like, you know, there's a there's a lot of mystery around it because there's so much that uh, you know the general public doesn't know. I mean, you see a mm -hmm. plant, you think everything's a plant, you know, like right? Plant, um, and they're all so different, and there's so many properties. And I remember even being a nurse when I was a nurse on the floor. A lot of the patients take herbal remedies, and mm -hmm. I have no idea like the properties of those herbal remedies or what they were doing because they would interact because they they aren't just a plant if that even right. makes sense you know they have properties that affect the body mm -hmm. um so you also have something called the spiritual pharmacist what is that and, and uh, how does that work so um the spiritual pharmacist is something else that i kind of call myself and that's incorporating pharmacy because i spell it with an f so that's the plant medicine but incorporating it with spirituality so we know that plants have medicinal properties, right? But they also have spiritual properties. So, you know, when I teach herbalism classes, that's also a part of it that I teach as well, the spiritual side, meaning how, like, for example, roses is, uh, is an attractive, right? We like roses, it smells good. Men give you roses, they think, okay, that she's gonna, you know. So I teach about that, um, just how you can use these same plants into your spiritual work as well. You know, like if you're doing candle work or if you're doing meditation, how if you're using these smells to get your mind to a place um, to connect more spiritually that you can. So that's like kind of what the spiritual pharmacy is all about. But I do have a Facebook group and that Facebook group, I use it for people who are into spirituality, but they also make their own products and it's like a buy and sell group. So they kind of educate on what it is that they make. And I think in doing that, it makes people who are kind of leery about herbalism because some people still don't trust the plant <laughs> or they don't really understand all the different aspects of spirituality because it's so vast, you know, spirituality is so many different things. I say that brings us back to one thing. So it's also a good place for people who like maybe a little hesitant, but if they can learn more or if they just try to learn more and understand, 
um, they can. And I have seen a change in people um, who would get into the group and people who I would think like, you know, people think it's bizarre, <laughs> but they eventually start loving it. And I see them making their own products and, you know, trying different things that they learn in a group. So uh, that's awesome. Uh, because a lot of times, you know, I, I, uh, um, so I have nurses that are doing stuff that maybe other people are adverse to or they don't like. And I'm like, you know, that's not your audience. Let them do their little thing. Like we mm -hmm. don't have to convert everybody over into what you're doing. Um, you know, just let, let's speak to the people that do, but it's, you know, in your case, you also have people that, that maybe are slightly not sure, maybe a little adverse, but they're still curious. Um, and right. I think that's, that's really neat that you have that. Um, so how would you start with a client? Because a lot of this stuff sounds really exciting. And, you know, my natural tendency is like, let me do all of it. But, you know, how would you start somebody out, um, you know, if you were helping them when they come to you with, uh, you know, and what kind of problems do they come to you with? Um, so I will first start off, and I won't say depending on what it is, but because the holistic can embrace so many different things, we would start on the physical aspect of whatever it is that's going on with them. You know, um, I got a lot of people who come with chronic illness, specifically high blood pressure. And so they might be on medications, having issues with managing it. So we'll talk about different things that could possibly work, you know, as far as to help control their blood pressure, but that may not interfere with their prescription meds. So I definitely still do that nursing aspects. Like I need that medication list, you know, I need that list of um, what's, what's your health conditions, previous surgery. So you still use your nursing in it, you know, and when I feel that they're more comfortable with what I'm saying, then I start to introduce like, okay, well, maybe let's talk about some chakra healing. Have you heard of what the chakras are? And, you know, your high blood pressure being this cardiac could be tied to some heart chakra issues. And they're like, well, what is that? And I say, you know what? Let's start real simple. Have you ever heard of binaural beats? So I love binaural beats. And people tend to be a little bit more open to that because it's just something they could put on and they could listen to. So they listen to it and they be like, okay, well, what else you think? Or, you know, it'll be a little while may pass and they'll send me a snapshot. Well, I know you talk about crystals. What do you think about this crystal? So I feel like it's all about once you're getting them in the door, just putting them in a place to be comfortable with what it is you offer. Like, this is who I am. I'm just making you aware. So, you know, I just don't focus on the physical, you know, and we, you know, I tell them when we work it together, we have to focus on mind, body, and spirit, because all of these things help us to get into alignment. And they're usually pretty, pretty open about it sometimes. And it's really, really rare. They're like, no, I'm, I'm good with just, you know, if you say take turmeric, that's all I need. But some of them, because I feel like we are in a time right now that people, they really want to heal. You know, people, they're tired of being unhappy they're tired of being depressed, you know? So it's like a lot of people are at this point now that whatever that can help me, I'm willing to try it. So I usually get clients like that. They're just really open to whatever it is I have to, you know, help them in any way that they're willing to do it. Right. And I think people are tired of like thinking that the pill is the answer. Like you just right. pop something and the, the world's better. And it, it just has not worked out at all that way. And 
there's so many psychologists and psychiatrists that are out there saying, you know, psychiatry has really just kind of failed in so many ways. And right. I think that's kind of the blossoming of stuff like what you're doing, the holistic centers, the healing arts, practitioners, um, the energy healing, uh, you know, people are turning to it because the things that were scientific that, you know, we're all, all about, um, just haven't panned out at all. And if anything, it made us more miserable and us more problems to deal with. Right. Um, so uh, what is, it looks like you have a book and the Gypsy Collection. What are those? Okay, so the Gypsy Collection is, um, so, <laughs> okay, let me tell you this story. So, um, you know, as I was going on to the holistic path, it's surprising that despite everything that happened, I actually still get invited to my alma mater to do different events. Um, and so there's one particular event I got invited to. It was like um, kind of like a health fair for the students to come in and I set up a table and I had the holistic center set up, you know, and one of the other attendees who had a table set up, they walked over to me and he said, so what do you do? I said, you know, I'm into holistic wellness because, you know, once you say it, it becomes this big conversation of, okay, well, what is that? So he was like, oh, okay. He said, so you're the holistic gypsy, huh? And I'm like, you know, because I didn't have an office space. So, you know, <laughs> and I was like, well, I guess. And I, I thought the name was pretty cool. So the gypsy collection is like different things and right now it's just a seed collection but it's different things that I incorporate into my own personal life to and then I you know bring it out and I share it with others so the seed collection um actually came into play last year during the pandemic so everybody was home a lot of people was dealing with anxiety and you know I'm like, people need to be outside. They need to get grounded. They need to get their hands into the earth and learn how to channel these energies. So I introduced the Gypsy Garden seed collection from the, you know, and that's part of the, the Gypsy collection. Um, and then I have a couple of other different products that helps with the planning process. But this year is going to probably just be more like a personal touch from me as far as you know the different items that's offered through the gypsy collection oh i love that i i love the the seed planting too because that's that's um that sounds like a really great thing to do and especially like like you said with all of us at home and not being able to go anywhere or do anything there's something special and unique about growing seeds and, and oh yeah, yeah so it's fun it really really is so um, okay, uh, Shonda, how can people find out more about you, find your products, um, get in touch with you? Um, so they can find me on Instagram at healing underscore humanity underscore care. I'm also um, at the DA Holistic Gypsy on Instagram. They also can find me. So I got a couple of Instagrams. Another Instagram is the DA420 Nurse. And this is where I like, I share like cannabis education, news, different things like that. So like, that's the cannabis side of me. And then on Facebook, it's Shonda Brum, as well as Coram Deo Holistic Center. And my website, Coram Deo Holistic Center. And then I have a link tree. <laughs> so I'm like in a whole bunch of different ways. So I'm like, I want people to find me, you know. And the link tree is the Holistic Gypsy as well. Yeah. And we'll have all of those uh, links in the show notes so that you can easily find Shonda. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much.
Thank you for having me.